Welcome to the Power Up Podcast. Shift Division Media presents the Power Up Podcast. Oh, Remy making America rap again. I'm not saying it actually makes sense. I'm telling you what she, her excuse could be, but that, I mean, Donald Trump keeps saying that everyone supported him, so I mean, you can lie to yourself <laughs> if you want to. Been friends a We've long been friends a long time, so relax. Got years. So relax. Any signatures in the year. I want to do a scene where relax. See what liquor do to people. Like, listen, and follow the vision. And we're here for another episode, episode 17. We are at the point to where if you're 21, you won't go to jail for fucking with us. <laughs> I'm in my, I'm in with my co-host, JM. Across from us is uh, Mike Lake. What up? How y'all feeling? What up? I segregated myself from y'all. Yeah. Switch, switch table positions. Steve's a little Yeah, no, I don't like change. <laughs> is that why you sound all shaky? Just a little bit. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, man. Who, who the fuck likes change anyway? No? Y'all like change? Yeah. I mind it. I welcome it. As I long as it's positive. Bone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be asking myself, yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Because you don't like change? <laughs> yeah, I'll be a horrible bone. Sheesh. Uh, it's been a good week. Everybody Christmas partying it up. Have y'all been any? I ain't been in. Nah, I've been to one. Yeah, I haven't been any. Really? Parties. I've been to fucking two. Shit. Re- uh, with friends. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be questioned. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be questioned. Which Christmas party was better? Friend A, friend, 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 friend A or friend two? Friend. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just say one was better than the other and I had fun at both. Well, can we know exactly which one was better? Um, the first one was oh. better. Oh. It was at the Hilton downtown, so it was a better setup. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. What made that one better? Was it company or was it like the coworkers or was it? No, no, it was the the setup. Both people I had fun with, but the setup of the first home was better. Oh yeah. Yeah, I sound like I'm speaking in code and shit. Y'all got me. Now nah, I'm nervous, nigga. I don't like change. I don't like to be questioned. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't like yeah, change. Yeah. Now let's, let's talk about something else. Your company doing? Yeah, we. Do. It's always light, man. My company, they, yo, they kind of, cause we start accept us as employees as a whole, not me, cause I was telling, I've been telling their asses that we can. We can squeeze the ass with pause. We can squeeze the ass <laughs> a lot more. But we went from going to restaurants and, and like events to, hey, they happy with pizza. Like, give them whatever they want. Everybody can even get their own pie. Like, I work with a bunch of, mm-hmm. mm, them, I work with a bunch of, it, all right, engineers. So, <laughs> I work with a bunch of engineers. They are very satisfied with going home. Ignorant ears. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're happy with this slice of pizza. And, and sodas and shit in a free meal for the next couple days. Fuck that shit. I really care about Christmas parties and stuff like that, man. I've always been the type of person that save the Christmas party. Give us a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> give yeah. us a bonus. Give us a Christmas bonus. Yeah. Save that. Save that. Yeah. Like, we can all grab beers on a Friday night and have camaraderie. If you really want to drop bread on a Christmas thing, mm-hmm. just give it to the people directly. You know, I mean, if you need an excuse to go out, and hang out outside of your family. I understand that. I, feel like I don't I, want to be roped into it. I feel yeah. like I feel like it was directed at me. Uh, I like Christmas parties um, because I'm one of the people that like Christmas parties. I appreciate no the atmosphere that it creates in that this in that is a moment. Different conversation. You don't like Christmas parties. You I like, like open. Parties. I like open you, bars. So being that <laughs> a holiday. Yeah, people are willing to pay for you to drink. Yep. That is what you like. On the company dime. Hell yeah, let's that, get it. That could be. Columbus Day party. <laughs> I think you have a point, sir. The only holiday you don't like is Valentine's Day because then Mike's paying for the open bar. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's true. Mm. That's true. And speaking of holidays, Shots before, I want to keep it on Christmas unless we're done with it, but I don't think next year I'm celebrating any more Thanksgiving. 
What what happened? Not what happened. Like you because of what happened to you. If, if you just think, <laughs> if you just think about what that shit represent, it's like the, the fact they chose the Trojan horse the motherfucking Indians is kind of fucked up. <laughs> Wooden turkey. They yeah. gave him a wooden turkey. Steve, Steve, a historical reference. Yeah, I see you, bro. So I did what? A historical reference. Yeah, like it's kind of fucked up. Like the fact that that shit happened, and we really be like, I understand it's not like that to us. Like we do it just for food and shit. We don't even really think much of it. We prepare our food and we eat. Like that's what it is. But the fact that we actually <clears> celebrate, <throat> and the fact that I don't know about Jan, but Mike, you and I, we personally know some real full-blooded Indians. It's kind of fucked up. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me to sit and keep celebrating that shit, like, I don't think I want to celebrate, but I'm still going to eat your greens and, and sweet potatoes if it's presented to me. But as far as me, um, <laughs> like, really going in and, and participating, like, being super excited, I don't know anymore, even though that's my favorite holiday. So I kind of don't, I kind of don't know what to do. I'm kind of lost. See, I like Thanksgiving a lot. I do understand the undertones of it that can be very, I wouldn't mind if we renamed it or something like that, where we just did, like, uh, harvest festival yeah. or something like that because that's practically what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seasons are changing. There were certain you know, vegetables like that, that were available to eat. I just like that. I like the atmosphere. For me, it's the one time I go back and see my family in a year. So I like the I like that part of the holiday. But you know, if it had a different name, it wouldn't bother me. I'm not like I'm not ride or die for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I feel you, man. Just, that shit was just my favorite holiday. But anyway, it's Christmas right now, and Tampa done dropped like two degrees, so we all freezing and yeah. got our oh, boots man. on. You got the boots on. I had to go search the back of the closet for the for the hoodies. Exactly, man. I'll just hope Peter don't throw um, red paint on my on my mink that I just had, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if Peter really run up on y'all and really just throw some shit on y'all because, cause, oh, even worse, what if it was fake? And then yeah. just walking around with some. Oh, <laughs> damn, around. they just ruined your fake meat. <laughs> What? How would you feel? Go to all the shit back. Ha ha! It's fake on you. <laughs> you just wasted uh, your paint. I, I, I honestly, motherfucker, be covered in paint too because I'm right, a bear hug the ass. Right, right away, I think I would. I, I think I would attack because I'd be upset. Yeah, because you just assaulted I felt, me. I, felt, uh, I, felt <laughs> I would defend myself fully. I felt tried, so I think I would attack. But the fact of it is, what well, if you didn't attack? You just gotta deal with the fact. The shit face. They just threw. Alright, what if they don't paint this run up behind you real quick and quickly spray paint your shit with a big um circle in the X door like no. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Like that, yeah, yeah, the like the Ghostbuster sign without yeah. but without slimer in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if they quickly ran up and did that shit to your back? Bro, the way your mind work is funny. You and your girl fresh, you the one with the um with the flink. We're gonna call it flink, not mink, because it's fake, right? Faux mink, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, I feel like this is a scenario that you might be the only person in this conversation that would have this yeah. scenario that I really think about. I, well, I, I sweat too much to wear mink. I sweat too much to wear mink. I would wear mink. I promise you. If I got my hands on like an old school, like 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 the big ass pimp, um, like the Denzel from the drug movie. You know, the boxing match with that, me. Yeah, American Gangster. American Gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I would do something like that, but I went, I'm cheap, so I wouldn't buy no shit like that. But if the shit was like stupid cheap and it was warm, I'll do it because it would be. Hit yeah, the, like, hit be the cool. thrift store. I think I can make that shit. that blanket I bought right there. That's, yeah, that's hella comfortable. Hell yeah, I walk, I walk the street. Oh, shit, I feel like it's made out of your cat fur. You feel the shit? I, no, I haven't felt it. It's like the same softness as a cat. Oh, as shit. as a Shiba. That's my kid, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. No, y'all, y'all come to Port Studios and check out the blanket uh, with me. Mike always making Jam Cat sleep with him at night, and he doesn't know why. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I looked at the cat. The cat ran off. If y'all wonder what happened. Don't want to sleep with your ass right now. I don't make the cat sleep with me, man. Let's let's not start rumors. You like Pepe Le Pew of like. <laughs> <laughs> That, that meme that you sent or that picture was hilarious. Pepe Le Pew you never think about like that. No, I think of Pepe Le Pew as a fucking rapist. Pe- he definitely was teaching us that it doesn't matter how mm. much a girl say no, you keep you keep pressing forward. That's <laughs> not, Pepe Le Pew as a yeah. that's just not cool. Your man was on the pursuit. Mm-hmm. He was legit, like trying Man, to get it. Give a fuck. He, he was trying to get it. What was no. he a skunk, right? He was a fucking skunk. Remember that black hat got marked under. Oh, got the white, got the white paint. Got the white paint, and Pepe Le Pew was on it on her ass. Pepe Le Pew said, "Oh shit, she got the white stripe." This shit is just ridiculous, though, because he was a French skunk. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, and that doesn't help that the French, the French, supposed to be like super sexual and also hairy. I thought that was a thing that was safe for everybody other than white people. Like the, the super sexual thing, wasn't that a other trope? Other than white people, yeah, trope, yeah, they say about all kinds of minorities. Yeah, that, that's a trope that they, they yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought they specifically said about the but, French, but the French, and because it's a skunk, because I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that they don't wear like deodorant. Yeah, is right? that right? The French women don't wear, or people so, they don't wear deodorant and all that shit. Him being a French skunk is kind of a dig on France. No, there's a lot. That's a, that's a racist that's that's shit. That's subliminal as well, fuck. Look at any of the cartoons. But that's the one. They're all. Oh yeah. Remember the one the the, the 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 I say I say I do declare the fucking yeah. racist ass Southern chicken dude. Yeah, I just we're supposed that. to be like a, a like, yeah. Like a <laughs> we know we know it. Black Creole black dude. Yeah. The only the, the only one I agree with is fucking Pepe Le Pew. I think they hit that one on the fucking head. Yeah, they should. They that, should. That's not that's not stereotypical because that motherfuckers they do not wear deodorant. They do not and, and they um and they and they hair don't they? Supposedly, don't I believe I, I, I've heard that rumor. Yes, like or I could Google or, it. Or culturally, they say, yeah, like, Why the fuck would you not wear deodorant? French stereotypes. I don't know why, Some people believe in like natural hormones that you're that you're natural. That, smell. That there's this natural uh, aroma that you give off that would attract people that are attracted to that. And then, because, hmm, man, this isn't. Oh, uh, here we go. Because there's certain honesty box you notice, like when, like when you. You know, you're around other people. You naturally like they give off a scent, a smell that you like. It's not necessarily perfume. Talk about hormones. Yeah, people got different flavors. Hmm. You like my flavor? Whoa! No. Whoa! So you don't like it? You can't pause that. Fam. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, <laughs> hey, pause hey, let me talk, Jim. Do you? I don't think I've ever smelled you. Okay. But I was talking about more of like you know, like <laughs> you're, 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 you're uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, when you're talking, like you're talking, you. Oh, like, like you're into with someone, okay. you, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Flavor. Okay. But as far as people go, do you smell? I can tell you this: any person I've ever known, I've known a few that did not wear deodorant. It was not a pleasant experience for me. Okay. So that's my thing. Remember your gym at so the I'm, other place? So I'm ple- wait, like, hold on. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, dude.
See, I didn't and want to... it was and it was not that they were it was not like that curry smell. It was a like it was a BO smell. Cause I hate when people say that because I love curry. I eat curry all the time and I get really pissed off when people are like, oh good, curry the smell. I'm like, Shut the fuck up. But like <laughs> the fact that it defensive. just smelled so bad, I was like, God, you ruined it for yourself. There I know that there are hella white people walking in this gym that are just like trumping it up. Like these damn Indians, send them, back. <laughs> send them back. Hey, I gotta give it to you. You danced your way out of that one. I'm gonna let it ride too. Danced your way out of what I was gonna do to you. But I do agree. I do agree. What were you gonna do? I, I was gonna. Anyway, I got a video. No, no, not. I got. actually got a video of me in the gym and working out. Right, and first off, there was tons of motherfucking uh, ellipticals open. And then the dude came to work out right next to me. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you, Jim. I showed Mike years ago. I'm gonna show you the um the video. I just out of the do. I I started bending. I was like, out of all these fucking machines, this dude wanna come work out right next to me and his ass thing as fuck. I completely <laughs> aired him out. Just him on the machine. I'll show you right after this shit. And um, uh, but yeah, I just don't know what that shit's about. I don't understand why you would want to not. Like not smell bad. I understand if you do think that shit's cool because it's just all natural and it's just all that part of your culture type shit. But man, fuck that. Well, some people don't wear deodorant because it's supposed to be bad for you. Yeah. Because like, uh, there's a there's and like one of the most sensitive areas on your body is your armpit, mm-hmm. right? and then so they think that a lot of that goes in like, leads to cancer. I tell you what, if them people <clears throat> that swear about deodorant. Um, because they're sick in it, but they walk, but they, but they'll go to fucking Burger King, McDonald's, or any other fast food type spot, and they like, bro, you ain't too health conscious anyway. Fuck out of here! Like you fucking up the environment and ecosystem. <laughs> they that thing? Yeah, they fucking up the fucking environment. I feel like, any, I feel like anybody's like you. You smell bad. Like, yeah. I don't care who you are. It's offensive. I don't care who you are. <laughs> like don't walk in with that offensive smell. I wear deodorant. Shout out the degree. My yo, my yo, was a kid out in college with had prescription deodorant because he smelled so bad. I've heard of that before. That's crazy. Mike, yeah. do you put do you put um deodorant under your breasts? I don't have breasts, and no, I don't put deodorant anywhere but under my arms. <laughs> <laughs> if if you did have breasts, no. would you lift them up and put it? No, it stops sweatage. I don't I don't have uh, breasts Arnie to sweat. Army Hammer, that's good one. But or powder, like baking soda. Uh, yeah. Like- Baking soda. I got baking soda. <laughs> like, do, you put powder, do you powder your? Do I don't powder anything. I used to powder my balls. I used to powder my balls. Powder your breasts. Do you put powder in your bra? I, I don't have a bra. I don't have breasts. Why don't you wear a bra? You'd like to just let them. Mike's breasts just slap the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was JM. Oh, Jim's breasts didn't slap the table. Oh, Jim slapped the table for some reason. All right, what y'all been listening? To? What's what's going on in music? Well, well, we just listened to that Eminem track right before it goes. So, I mean, that's, that's our that's our hot that's our hottest take. That's correct. That Fresh off the listened. presses. Yes. Eminem just dropped a I guess a second single for uh, his upcoming album, supposed to be dropping this week. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's called Untouchable. So there's certain like when he did his when he did his uh, freestyle, I liked it. I appreciated what he was doing. 
I also thought it had some quality and some merit. I thought some of the jokes were like, like low hanging fruit that he was throwing. But this, I felt like it was just like too on the nose. There was nothing like nuanced. Deep to it. Nothing nuanced. Nothing deep to it. Nothing that was really challenging. It was more just saying things that people already know. So if you're saying things that are common knowledge, then what really are you doing at that point? You're not really enlightening or bringing anything to the table. It's almost just like you're trying to hop on. Yeah, I feel you. Hey, the 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 few Eminem shits I've heard for his upcoming album, honestly, I am completely unimpressed. I think the shit's a fucking trash. Um, wow. This the song we just heard. The beginning was ass cakes. The second part when the beat started to flip backwards, okay, now he was spitting. He had some shit to say, but the beginning, black boy, black boy, get the fuck out of here, white boy, white boy. Um, but not even just that, the fucking um, the the first shit he dropped with Beyonce, Walk on Water, that shit. That's just not good, man. Like Eminem, I don't know how he got her on that Eminem track. is a legend. Like, why'd you waste a Beyonce feature on that? Yeah. It sounded like they already had the vocals for that. Yeah, I can't. Like she had already she seen that. It, but the, when when you get her on a track to do that, to do something that, that's <laughs> perfect. That's like the Drakeest song Eminem's ever come out. Like, <laughs> like, you expected to walk on water and I can't. No, that's because. No one ever expected you to walk on water. You got famous off of songs that were beating up people, <laughs> like women specifically. But like, no one expected like uh, grandiose statements out of you, or like you to be like something that nobody ever asked action. you to be Jesus. Yeah, no one ever asked you to be that. Maybe, we'll, maybe though, we might just be fucking done. This culture is just ran by the fucking lows and youngs, and we are done off. There's no, there's no saving. There's nothing more Eminem can do. Whole drop four, 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 and. And do the young people care who actually push shit forward? No. Um, fucking, excuse me, Kendrick is the probably closest to the closest to the chance. new chance. chance. There we go. Okay, that I, I think Lottie. Chance is chance closer. Lottie. I think Chance is closer than uh, Kendrick is to the to, to our young generation. I'll tell you this at the Kendrick show, there were a lot of fourteen and fifteen year olds. Yeah, there were a lot of kids running around at the concert with Kendrick. Cool. Um, I, I, that's why I'm just telling from that. I'll tell you this. I do think so. I was I was watching a TV show earlier, and they said like basically in this TV show they, they were talking to someone who's like the leader of a political group. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, everyone that's surrounding you is so old, you don't have a foot in the real world. You just have, and I feel like Eminem is at Eminem is at a level where he's been at a certain echelon of success for so mm-hmm. long, he doesn't know what the real world's like today. So some of the things he's he was rapping on, it seems like someone who gets is is learning through watching CNN. Whereas when Vic Mensa, um, Colin Kaepernick, and other uh, chants come out, it seems like people who have actively lived it right. in the time, as opposed to someone. Because when, like, to be real with you, when has Eminem been on the streets with people of late? You you one hundred percent right. I actually that's that's a good point. I really agree with that. Though I respect Eminem to the highest point as possibly being arguably top three, if not two, rappers that ever do it. At some point, your run is over. We no longer experience what you currently <coughs> experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point in your life, um, you if you've been in the game 20 plus years, you came in at 18, 19, possibly 20, you have been richer longer than you've been poor. Yeah. You you are the one that actually taught me about how much it sucks to be a prisoner in your own skin. I can't even take a shit in He said he can't even take a shit in the bathroom without well, a fan asking for, this, yeah. for an autograph. So when you become that level of fame, you stop doing shit. You now have hand, handlers just about to get food for you and your family. Yeah. You, you don't know what it's like 
in today's world to be attacked or profiled, even if you used to be, just shit, same goes for hoes. Well, you no know, longer don't the, understand the, the, that's, that the message needs to change though, because the thing that keep, that's kept hoes relevant, the reason people listen to 444, and the reason people watch the New York Times interview is because where it used to be, I'm experiencing this, it's I've learned from what I've experienced, and I feel like Eminem hasn't changed the, the message from a message of I'm stuck in it to this is what I learned from being in it and this is where I'm at and this is what I'm learned like I've learned I feel like he's still he got big on being an angry rapper yes when you have nothing to really be angry about anymore what are you rapping about so he's trying to find things to be angry about and the things he's angry about are kind of lame it's like like first world problems like yeah. okay fight these problems as I kick these facts and get these mixed reactions As this beat backspins, it's like we're drifting back in To the 60s having black skin is risky cause this keeps happening Throughout history, African Americans have been treated like ish And I admit there have been times where it's been embarrassing to be a white boy, white boy. I, I hear everything that y'all saying and I, I don't disagree with Mike, what? Oh, I thought something happened um, I don't disagree with anything that y'all are saying as it relates to um, him being a little bit out of touch, him a little bit OD with the, I'm trying to be the messenger here. But what I do disagree with is point of view. Yeah, Eminem is out of touch, but I think we got to also think about who his target audience is. And though he's rapping and who though he's white America, white, the people who buy rap music. If they don't know, I think a song like this will open their eyes a little bit to well, if Eminem sees it like this, maybe it is happening. Maybe it is like this. Do you think the people that are listening to Eminem are going to him for their social instruction? Because I think that the people that he would try to reach, as far as white people... Already set in their minds. Already set in their minds. Yeah. Them, but they're the same people that are like, yeah, I voted for Trump. I don't I, care if he touches women. I, didn't go, I don't go for him for my, my moral compass. I go to him because I want him to give me tax cuts. I, I yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't disagree with that. But if Eminem's not going to say it to that audience, then no one will. I, I appreciate Eminem for saying it. I think that audience would listen to a country music singer if they came out talking about Colin Kaepernick stuff more than they would Eminem. Yeah, but Eminem can only serious. he can only do it what he has. He's yeah. not a country singer. But so Eminem is more predictable to come out with a liberal stance because Eminem is a hip hop artist. Yes. Like if. So what do you what do you what is the alternative? Don't say nothing. No, no, it's not that. It's say something original. Like, what what original could be said about that out, scenario? He can't come out with the same message that other that other black people are coming out with. He has to come with a a more serious. It's kind of like this: if Blackish just started releasing episodes talking about just baseline surface level police violence, mm -hmm. that'd be one thing. But Blackish isn't doing that. Blackish is getting into the like into the culture and talking about very nuanced things that you would only know if you were in a black family uh -huh. or you would only know if you grew up in those situations that had white neighbors and had awkward moments mm -hmm. they're talking about deeper things Eminem if he wants to connect cannot just make fun of Trump for being orange or cannot make fun of Trump because he said he's racist and cannot just say fuck Trump he has to bring us an argument as to why him a white kid from a lower middle class family does not like Trump he cannot make it because hey you offended my black friends he has got to tell them why it is wrong for him. Because right now the arguments he's making are not arguments that the white middle class share. Because they're not black. And that's the arguments he's making. I, I feel, I feel Jim. Even though Eminem has always done what he's doing now, it's just a different time. He was going at Bush in 03. 
and or or two or four or, yeah or two three four etc like i that was cool then that goes back to me saying that dog he might just be done off because we no longer we mean that our generation us 28s to up no longer run this shit you got the the other guys that do these kids i don't think give a fuck about eminem anymore dude it, Wait, but why is that? Why is that the topic of conversation though? Like, even though it wasn't even a good song though, that song was trash. That wasn't my question. My question is, even if we don't run it, why can't the people who still owned it, who are the legends, basically, why can't? Um, he can't because it's not quality. It's not a good. It's not quality music. Like, the reason he can't run it is because that song's trash. It's not a good also, song. And even if it was a fire song, he still don't run it. Well, even if. It would give him more of a stance to at least Way say, I'm like, like but, but okay, the, to finish my argument off, mm-hmm. uh, he, if he, for him to make a political stance and for him to try to move the needle for people that he, like his target audience, it would be much better if he came at Trump because he was a white, white kid that grew up in a trailer park for a family that worked in a mine or worked in a, worked in an industrial system that mm-hmm. upper, like white, like white rich people gutted Detroit and gutted Michigan and ran companies out of there and sent jobs overseas and absolutely decimated their economic life. If he wanted to come to an argument that they could hear, he should talk about that in the rap, about his real life, about how people like Trump destroyed his family and other people's families that lived in Michigan because of globalization, automation, and sending jobs overseas and absolutely giving no fucks about people that grew up in that area. Yeah, and, and here's what I said. I, I don't but disagree with... The arguments of other people. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but what you're saying applies more to the freestyle that he spit than this song. That shit was trash, too. Even still, this song wasn't... He didn't mention Trump at all. He didn't talk about... It wasn't about him at all. It was his... Almost like him reporting on what his view is of the plight of the black man in America right now. Do you think it was a good song? Do you think no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking you, though. I liked it? it. I liked it. I liked it. Yes. Top to bottom. All yeah. the way. Yeah, the bars was there. I, I, the the instrumentation of the first part wasn't my favorite, but he was still spitting. And then he got to the second part, he kept spitting. And it sounded like, better. I didn't like any of the hooks. There was like three hooks they tried in that, that was, to me. It was the one where it was like white boys, white boys, black boys, black boys. And then it was the one where it kind of like a rock song. That, that's all the same part. White boy, white boy, you're a rock star. My mama talking to me, trying to tell us how to live. White boy, white boy, you're in a cop car. But I don't listen to her because my head is in a sieve. White boy, white boy, you're untouchable. The world's coming to an end. Like, and uh, that was whack. That The hook wasn't there. But like I said, if the hook wasn't there and the instrumentation wasn't good, I agree with y'all. The first part was kind of whack. But he still was spitting. I mean, you could quote Actually, bars out of that. It wasn't spitting. The shit wasn't good, bro. Like, the, 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 the beginning part, it wasn't good at all. It just wasn't. Like, I would love for Eminem to be Eminem. Maybe because he needed to be back on drugs. I prefer my Eminem to be a pill-popping lunatic, alcoholic. <laughs> Give me my Eminem on drugs, then maybe we can get good shit. Because this shit wasn't good. And he didn't come from a great creative space. But I do think he might have popped the molly for the second version because or the second half because that part was good. As soon as that beat switched, he might have someone might have spiked his drink. Maybe Dre was like, this dude is fucking tripping. Let me go ahead and tighten him up. And then he well, had his power. He was a little rusty. Back. He was a little yeah. rusty and he came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he started feeling. And maybe drugs is WD40. Maybe uh, Dre just, you know, okay. and, and oiled up the 10 man, and then he was like, okay, he got it again. Because the first part wasn't <laughs> good. Up the man. And that's fair. Let's say the first part wasn't good. Scratch the first part. Getting to the second part, everything that he's saying there, the point of view, the messaging, the bars, the rhyme scheme. And that was a good the, song. Yeah. So the second half of the song was good. We, we all agree that he I'm fucked up by putting the first part. Is such a low bar that we're holding to someone who is supposed to be one of the, like, Mount Rushmore rap for the 2000s? 
or well, you know, after 1998? I don't think we've held them to any bar here. I think we just say that we don't like the first part and we like the second part. I just think, dog, when Tom should deliver on a single he releases, especially a single. Like, yeah, it's single. One thing, if this is going to be a single, this is trash. I agree. Yes. Because it's one thing for an uh, album listen? to be halfway, like a, a 5.0. It's another thing for the single. You think, like, you listen to the whole album, you're like, this song. If this, if these are the two yeah. singles, then these two singles are not speaking well about what the album's gonna be. Do you understand be. why now? It's like what you just said. This is why I do not have high expectations for this yeah. album. If these are the two singles, I, I agree. It, I, would, I would love to have gotten some great shit from him. But when, you, when I heard well, the last two shit. If we're gonna be. I'm, I'm, I'll let you finish. If I'm, if I'm gonna get these two shits in, out of the whole entire album, I don't know how many tracks it is. Let's just even say it's 15. For them to pick these two, like, yeah, this is the one that works, and it didn't because it was trash. And you got Beyonce, and the shit was still suck. Mm-hmm. Then he come out with this shit, whatever it's called. What's Untouchable. Called? Untouchable. And that shit wasn't good. So what the fuck we got to look forward to? These are your singles, bro. Well, dare I go out on a thin limb here and say that this That's is this has always been <laughs> this has always been the case with Eminem. Check the singles from any other album, and they were always some poppy radio bullshit. Yes, and then I he like came those. with the this bar. Wasn't whether you like them or not, they weren't quality songs off the album. Those are the hits that literally I was even playing last night. On so, you, so you telling me Rap God was one of the best songs off of that album? Rap God wasn't a single. Rap God I was a single. Heard that, they I, made a video for it. Just because you make video mean anything. I think it was on the radio. I they made a video. What other? What else constitutes a single? I hardly listen to radio because I, I so rather, rarely listen. Jeremy, have you ever rapped on the Whether you heard it or not, what uh, constitutes a single? Shade 45. Exactly. That's not, though. That shit was not a single. That doesn't... Whether you heard it or not, what constitutes a single? What you pushing for your for your rollout. And rap guy... So you, when you're making a video for something, when it's the theme song to, to Call of Duty that year, that's not a single? What else dropped? What else did he drop from that album? Uh, let me get the checklist. Let's look it up. Because I guarantee Rap God was some shit. He was showing people what he about. I don't think he was like, hey, this is my single. Let's put this in clubs. Let's put this in your car. So my question still stands. It was the theme song to Call of Duty's commercial. How is that not the thing that you're pushing your album on? Just because... All right. It was for Call of Duty that... While the album was coming out. Like While the album was coming out. What? Because they had... Because it's, it's joint... It's, it's joint... Um, marketing? No, not marketing. For lack of better words. Yeah, I want to um, say that promotion. For joint promotion. They can use Eminem. Eminem joint marketing, Eminem. joint promotion. Is that not you pushing Listen, it out Eminem, before the album? Use, they could have used anything Eminem did for that album. But they chose to use a song off the album that's coming out. What does that sound like no, to you? If, so you think, you so you think Rap God? Oh, fine. You think Rap God was a good single? No, that's that was my point. I, I think his argument is it was a single. Yeah, that that is my I, entire point. I don't think Rap God was a single. Whether you think so or not, whatever. Well, let's get the singles from that album, the ones that you agree that are singles, and I. I think traditionally Eminem's singles aren't the fire songs off the album. That's just my opinion, but I, I think that's exactly what's going on with my phone. I think that's exactly what he does. What's going on is Joy, first off. No, nah, it's. Don't start with me in this Joy shit. Yeah, you start with yourself when you walk in the store to purchase. Hey man, you still got an iPhone five? Chill, Question. chill out. Nope, definitely don't have a five. Chill out, <laughs> definitely chill out. don't have a five. <laughs> chill out, chill out. Don't, don't try to, don't try to, don't try to sound cool like you in the five. Apple Club when you got a five, fam. I don't know who has a five. Good. And you might have been off with a five in that joint. <laughs> I, mean, I set, I set myself up for that one. You might be better off with a five. I set myself, up. I set myself up for that one. So, uh, you better off with a fucking iPod. <laughs> <laughs> iPod. So on that album, we're talking um, Marshall Mathers LP2. Okay. Um, track lists include B- Bad Guy, Parking Lot, 
let's get rhyme and reason so much better survival legacy asshole berserk berserk was a single too rap god brainless stronger than i was the monster so far love game headlights evil twin baby desperation there's a lot of songs in this shit okay but back Groundhog. to the, the, the single that those I, are the two singles the single i recognize as a single berserk was I'm about, berserk. I'm about to pop party and kick off this party with scratch Hatch, and rap god was the other single i mean i hear you which one was more popular both of them sucked so I'm gonna be sucking for quite some time. No, I'm saying that his singles always suck, and the they, album. I think that they since rehab. I don't think I think they're saying that he hasn't. My bad. I don't think they're. I think they're saying that he hasn't had a good album. He Isn't that kind of what they're talking about? Walk on Water. Like, yeah, and the part. best part of Walk on Water was probably the last seven seconds when he was when he was started to rap for real, and then it ended that quick. You know what I'm saying? It was like a lot of people's own first time. Mm-hmm. In it real quick when you got to the well, seven seconds. Whether you agree with my point or not, let me re-ask the question just to get a gauge of how you feel. If we agree that the singles suck, both uh, Walk on Water and Untouchable, but a point could be made that typically the singles that he puts are, aren't the strong songs on any album, even his classic albums, couldn't that kind of give you a push? I mean, obviously we're going to listen to it. Yeah, we're right. Gonna listen, <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. But it doesn't. To me, it didn't do anything. It didn't move me to the man. I'm not really sure about this one because when I when I when Berserk came out, I was like, I'm not feeling this. And Rap Guy, even though he was spitting, I was like, that wasn't. That's not a good song. It's just him beating the track up. You know what I'm saying? Neither of those could be deemed as good music. And off that album, whether you like that album or not, there are better tracks. Like the track he got with Kendrick and. Other, uh, there was other shit going on that no where one, he that no one talks about anymore. So that album could have just been kept to him. Possibly, I, I like that album. I like I like what he did on the intro track. Like it, but I like a lot of shit you don't ever go back to. Yeah, it, it didn't last. It's not like Marshall Mathers LP one. Yeah, like I just it might just be we might have to just face the. I fact. I don't want to say that though. That's I guess that's what I'm we getting. We might at. have to face the fact in today's world. The people we looked up to, we are now the old heads. It's over for Eminem. It's, it might be over for whole. And I'm not willing to say that yet. You don't. You know, I, I don't disagree with your point, but I don't. I don't want to be in a world where niggas just start making. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a hip hop world where niggas say that because you aren't in the in the wave that you can't continue to still create. There's conservatives that don't want to be in a world where we ain't still slaves. Yeah, but the, yeah, they're trying to like, they are entitled to live in that space as a, yeah. as am I. Exactly, I'm just saying like whether you whether you want it or not, it is what it is. Eminem no but see, pushes see, our culture forward. That's fine. Why does he have to push the culture forward? Why can't he, he just make? To. Why can't he just make? Why does he want to? Why does he want to? Because he just whether he wants to or not. Why does he have to? He talk, ask him. He don't want to. No, according to you, just because we're not pushing the culture forward no more, we shouldn't make any more music. Not we. We need someone. Or, I'm talking about we, our generation. We need because we're done. No one's listening anymore. We don't. We so, no longer care. We as a whole no longer care. I care. We as a whole no longer care. Eminem is done off. Hov is done off. I, done off or not, keep uh, making the music. That, that's what I'm saying. Even if you make the old same, you th- you were saying this when you're the same guy that was in love with the Wu Tang album because it sounded like it used to in the she '90s. Was great for me, I'm, listen, I may or may not love the Eminem album. I don't know, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything for, for for me personally. I'm saying for us as a whole of this hip hop culture, mm-hmm. it is ruined. If if we're gonna go with your point, rather than arguing back and forth about your point, if we're gonna go with your point, then we can't, in my opinion, we can't invest in these younger guys to carry the torch forward. Because in my opinion, they ain't doing it well. Well, 
if you don't think Chance How do you feel about that? Well, I disagree. No, no, I don't count Chance in that. Chance is our age. No, he isn't. How old is Chance? 27? He's definitely not. If he is, if he is twenty-seven, I think I just looked up yesterday. He's twenty-five. Oh well, is that our age? Yeah, twenty-eight. Is Chance our age? What twenty-five? No, we're like we got like eight. I wouldn't put him in the same age group as the Lils. How old is designers? Like twenty-one. Yeah, designers. Uzi's like what twenty? I would like to know how old Chance is, but even if say I think he's twenty-five. I'm pretty sure. Even if he is twenty-five, he still speaks to the younger generation, which is good. We need people like him. If you don't think Chance speaks to the younger person, I'm not saying that he doesn't, but I think his music supersedes age groups. Uh, he's, everything he does speaks to also, me. There's also Vic Mesa who does it well. Vic Mesa's dope. You, you said they Vic don't Mesa's do it good at all. Is he? Yeah. Okay. What are we calling not our age group? We're, we're 32. Jan's 30. I don't think... I don't think... I 25 ain't the same age group as 30? I wouldn't place 25 in the same age group as 30. I, 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 I think that is an age group 25 to 30. I, I think, think it's 18 to 25, or 18, yeah, 18 to 25, 25 to 30. So and I guess flip because when I hear 25, 30 to 70. When I hear, I mean 35 to 70. I was like Jesus when, Christ. 35 to 70. When I hear, <laughs> when I hear a 25-year-old, I place you closer to being 21, understanding them, than you will understanding a 30-year-old. I mean, for one. But but uh, but there's a little there's a little bit of difference. To give you one song example, he made a song called Juke Joint. Um, Juke, juke, juke. Um, I hit that K. <laughs> juke joint, where he's talking about uh, chilling with a girl at the skate ring, etc. That spoke to like our childhood, where a lot of his music is gospel based. Just talking about the last album, gospel based. He's spitting bars about positivity and doing well, and I think his music supersedes this age group argument. If we're gonna go to the Lils, like let's go Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi Vert, versus. There are still dope artists in that young category, like you said, the Vic Vincents, the Chances, and, and guys like that, who I wouldn't mind carrying the torch. But those also aren't the most famous people. We gotta also remember there's XXX Tentacion and Lil Peep and Lil Pump and this. I feel like those are super young. XXX Tentacion is like seventeen. Yeah, this is that's the people I'm thinking about when he says that we. Triple X does not push testosterone i think he i think he is having a lot of fun but nothing he's doing is going to move the culture for it so the, so the video so he so had, it, so that was a that was a good he's moving, he's moving vehicles so the video, <laughs> yeah right, right, right the video he had with the controversial hanging out white kid that wasn't pushing shit for it was a it was a good opinion in one moment but we all agreed that though that was dope for the video it had nothing to do with the song uh, it did have a lot to do with the song don't say keep my dick in my pants because that was two separate songs they put it they put together. it together. Yes. They put it together. <laughs> I didn't do that. They put it together. I didn't do that. If he if he released that song by itself, then we got a different conversation. Well, if you release it, if you listen to it on the radio, they don't play both of them back together. That was just the video. You you see video all the time where they play snippets yeah, yeah. of one or two songs. They just you probably didn't see the Wu Tang um um video with with Red Man pushing two hottest ones on there. Those two songs weren't together. Red you. Man just had both. Same thing with him. They would just play it in the beginning. Got people locked in and they completely switched. That's fair. And if I'll give him that. That was a dope message and uh, I believe it was a poem he was reading while that was happening in the video. Um, his greater body of work is, isn't that. Mm -mm. You know that. That's the weird thing about him is that he'll come with something that's really fire and then absolutely everything else. Undo like it in the next song. On a Ritalin <laughs> yeah. But the, the, Gucci the, gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. That's not him, is it? No, that's, that's somebody else. But is that going to move the culture for it? No, but you know who I'm moving forward? Who? Jordan's Lucas, who remixed that shit and also went at him. How old is Jordan Lucas? How old is he? I don't know. How do we think? 
Just guess. If I had to guess, John Lucas, he got 24, 20, anywhere from 22 to 25. I don't know. Okay. My question for you and y'all, I guess, and even the listeners, if the old heads ain't moving the culture forward no more, I, honestly, I would have never even looked to Eminem to move the culture forward anyway, ever. Then, why, then how can you ever place him in top anything? Because his, his technical ability as a lyricist puts him there, not his content of his, of his music. So you think with Eminem coming into the game as a white rapper amongst, mm-hmm. he's entering with, with Hove, mm-hmm. DMX, um, Red, Red Man, and et cetera, um, Method Man, um, who else popping this time? Uh, Royce the Five Nine, he's coming into, these, into this um, field. You don't think a white boy from Michigan rapping the way he's rapping from the Rap Olympics, destroying that shit, didn't do anything for the culture, didn't open up anything? I restate my point. I believe whatever he did to move the culture forward and anything that he's done to put himself in the pantheon of rap was about his lyrical ability and never about the content of his music. Hmm. Interesting. So, songs like White America doesn't push the culture forward? White America was essentially this song that we just listened to that you don't Absolutely like. Absolutely not. This song was trash. Oh, my, my half, good sir. White, White America had some... White America I could some, be one of your kids. Yeah, it, during the Bush era, that exactly. Was no, yes, he hit. He hit a good tone. This, all right. So, how what, I feel what about is what is that song about? Uh-huh. What is that song about? It was about the Bush administration after during the war in Iraq. It was a little bit more than that. It was about white America's point of view uh, as a white American. He well, was speaking about. He didn't really get to finish. He only said one thing. You said it wasn't just that. It was quite. It was yeah, I was adding. Things. I'm adding to his point. Okay. Yeah. So, so that song was a lot. If you want to compare the two, because you did. I know he did, right? What happened? No, no, I I was adding to your point. I said it was also more than that, too. I was adding to your point. We can even compare the two. We can can compare the two songs if you want, because Mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. You said I don't like the song. I don't like the beginning of the current song. I like the ending part. We all agree. Black boy, black boy. I don't like that shit. That shit wasn't good to me. uh, Not just to you, to me, too. Okay, to you as well, and also to Jim. But all of white America on that album that Eminem dropped, which was, um, what, what album was that even? That was um, with the, I remember the cover. Eminem show, I believe. Yeah, the Eminem show. That shit was good. And it wasn't just that. He also dropped Mosh. Yeah, Mosh was tough. So, those Mosh, Mosh and what America. Mosh was also like the, the engineering. Yeah, that's, that was... that's what I'm saying. So, if you just compare, because you might compare White America and, um, I forgot the name of the song already. The new one. Untouchable. Mike is comparing Untouchable and White America. Untouchable, in my opinion, Steve Cash opinion, is fucking trash. The first half is trash. White America from the Eminem shit, whatever year that dropped, three, four, whatever that's, or I'm sorry, oh, two actually, I believe, because it came before 50. Anyways, that shit was good, song top to bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't think they quite compared that much. I just don't. It's just different. And or- also, Eminem was closer to understanding us in our in our is plight kind of plight is that a good yes word? okay good <laughs> I, Eminem was closer to us in our plight at that time in the Bush administration versus right now in the Trump administration though he tried to do it it did not connect he did not do it well and that goes back to Jam's point I'm not rambling but it goes back to Jam's point was saying that Eminem may be so disconnected from today's world mm-hmm. that he can't quite spin it and make it what he wants. We, I get what he tried to do. It just didn't connect. In terms of connection or disconnect, what's the difference between him and white America and him now? Is uh, he not as disconnected? I, I feel like in white America, it seemed like someone who knew the issues that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this song felt like someone who had read a news article about it or had read a Clifton's version of what was going on today and then tried to speak on it. 
I got you. It's the equivalent of someone not reading the article but reading and then commenting mm-hmm. on, the, on the headline. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm, we're all, we're harping on something that we all. To me and Steve went. All right, next one. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not about it's not about it's not about winning or losing because I started off this entire thing by saying I completely agree with y'all. The, the song isn't a good song, but if we're gonna talk about comparing what the songs are about, they're about the same thing. White America is a better song. They're about the same thing. He was rich then. He's rich now. He's speaking on the matters. And whereas I kind of agree with you saying that uh, he felt more in the uh, moment during White America, and this was him kind of commenting from afar. The feeling of it felt like that. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. Uh, but I'm not going to criticize him for trying to. Not even just trying to do it again, but for him being that continued voice of dissent, like he was during right. the I, during I, the I Bush era. <laughs> never, never, I'm gonna say this. That's when you know you're I'm gonna say this. Yeah, or or uh, yeah. dance with the stars. I'm gonna say this to be done, and hopefully we can move on. If I'm if I'm demolishing a building and me and this building went to war and I killed it at the end when it's all done and the dust is just rising and settling, do not come and throw a rock and say you had a part of what I did. Don't don't throw a rock at that building after I demolished it with with everything I demolished it with. Like it's just like okay, you didn't quite help, but cool. Throw your little stone in. Because you who you are. Yeah, and I'm saying that that's how I feel. That's exactly. Fair. That's I fair. That's fair. Um, so moving on to the Metro Boomin', uh, Big Sean. Yes, sir. What do we call this? A dual album? Um, it's called what's it called double what? Double trouble? Is that what, what's the name of the album? I don't. I think so. This I didn't. Like the fourth one of these has come out because I know you showed the T Grizzly one, Little Dirk, that just came out. Pe- um, people are teaming up. And uh, Future and Thugger. Yeah. And what was, was there another one? Oh, yeah, there was also... Um, Drake and Future. Drake and Future. That's not what Jam was going... Double, double or nothing. All right, double or nothing. But Jam, just to correct that, uh, it was 21 Savage and... Um, Offset. Offset, which if we, going, we can compare those because I got my favorite. Honestly, I haven't heard any of them, but I would love to hear what y'all got to I say about them. I think the new team up right now, who started this, the new teaming up right now, who started it, and I could be wrong, I love the, the argument if I am, or just correct me if I'm wrong. I, um, who started was the Drake and Future when they dropped... Mm-hmm. Um, what that shit? With, I mean, that cover was diamonds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that cover shit was. Di- diamonds uh, dancing um, or some shit. Oh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, what a time. Yeah. So I think alive. they started the whole let's link the two hottest dudes. Let's link up and drop some shit. Anyways, to the Metro booming, one of the, in my opinion, hottest producers right now. Metro got the shit on lock. If not, he if he doesn't have a lock, he's definitely tied with someone else. Anyway, Metro. And Big Sean, they linked up for this um double trouble. And I'm y'all want my opinion first, or y'all y'all want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that shit was fucking fire. Like that shit was hard as fuck. He picked a great person to team off with. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, by far. By yeah. Far. I, it was, it was amazing. I, I thought the, the music musical production on the album absolutely fire. Absolutely fucking moody. I was a little disappointed in um the Thugger uh track record, because I was expecting a whole lot more. But the Big Sean featuring Thugger, or are you talking about the Thugger no, offset? No, fe- featuring Thugger. Like, Big Sean featuring Thugger. I, uh-huh. I, I thought that shit was going, because I honestly look forward to Thugger versus, not because I'm going to get something, not because I'm going to get bars or political. I just think he's going to completely swag that shit out. He's going to carry tones and melodies that we don't typically Dude, get. He, he's on a pop song right now. I heard him, and he doesn't drop bars. He just sings the whole time. And it's not good. Really good. That's what I've been saying forever like that. When people attack me for liking Thug, it's not the fact he can rap. Like, you know, you're going to get no phenomenal bars. He's not Jada Kiss. What he's going to do is give you these tones and melodies that sounds amazingly sonically to me. I didn't want to like Young Thug, but sonically, I couldn't help it. My ears 
no pause. The way he stroked my eardrums was so <laughs> great. Like, I'm like, damn, this shit sounds good. No matter what he's talking about, it sounds good. So anyways, that that one track disappointed me. That Thug did, because I wanted more from him. So he didn't quite satisfy me, pause. But um, Swali did, Swali. Sway Lee's amazing on that fucking record. And he ain't even giving much in. I've been saying forever that Sway Lee can, that's why Lee, whatever you say, is fucking Sway. Can actually, he might be able to drop a borderline R&B type album, borderline, and that shit might go. Like in that Tory Lane's band? This is something I think every time, every time Big Sean comes out with an album, I think this, how do we always forget Big Sean when we list like, best of rappers of the year? I was gonna, I was, I was gonna ask y'all that. Does this change his position to y'all? It feels like, I don't know how to do that. I, I was trying to think of a sports team that you could think of, but it's not the same analogy. Um, uh, but it just kind of like the Spurs. Yeah, it's kind of like the Spurs. Like every time they win a championship, like, they're not a dynasty, aren't they? Like it, it yeah, really like, does release. Like, oh shit, they like they've been doing this. In a row that he's released a really good album. Yeah, and, but Big Sean doesn't miss. I was gonna say Big Sean hasn't put out a whack album. Is it because there's such long gaps in between his albums, where as like Kendrick or Chance will drop singles or drop remixes or drop things in the mi- middle, but when it's like Big Sean drops an album, nothing. Well, you know, it's funny. If that is the case and that is the reason, this is kind of a gap filler between albums, yeah. doing a team-up album mm-hmm. or showing up on a compilation album like uh, what they did with uh, Cruel Summer. Cruel Winter? Cruel Summer? The Good Music Joint. It, it was both. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, they did but, Summer and they also did a Winter. But, um, yeah, Sean, does this change his position for y'all, though? Um, Big Sean position Because he's still me, five of the active. For me, Big Sean never. I, he's I still Carmelo to me. I don't ever place Big Sean within the top five, unfortunately. Who are your top five right now? Active. Um, well, if I did active, listen. Kendrick, Drake, Cole. Let me, let me say first. Let me say first. Big Sean is amazing, and he probably oh, belongs. Tap dancing. No, I'm not. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll fuck with your But Big Sean probably belongs within the top three even. But we as a whole always forget about him because like Jim said, he doesn't do enough. But when he comes like, oh, fuck, I forgot how far he is. Him himself always says that he's not put there. But anyway, if you wanted my top five right now, just be rattle off real quick. It ain't got to be in exact um, order. But he might be because now Drake, right now Drake isn't in there, and he is one of mine overall. But right now, what's last shit Drake dropped, and he's completely disappeared. The playlist. So, which I thought was cool. But anyway, so I'm gonna take Drake off. So, um, it's Kendrick, number one. Um, damn, I guess I can't. Don't spend a lot of time. Just rattle it off. Oh, all right, Kendrick, Cole. Um, it didn't gotta be in order. Kendrick Cole. All right, Kendrick Cole. There's a uh, Vic Mensa. There's motherfucking. Uh, in your five. Vic Mensa. Uh-huh. Right now, that up. music. Hey, music just what feeling sound like. I can wake up tomorrow and please. He got enough now. of a body of work to be in your five right now. We said right now. His album. Like today, right like now. Yeah, we're talking like current. If, if I'm talking. Oh, okay. Like over, that would. Over, I, 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 I see. I was thinking. Because I'm not. I'm not using Hove. He's a Chico. I'm not using any. Like, no, no, no. When I say active, I guess the group that we're talking about in the, in the class of where. Drake, Kendrick, Cole, and all of them started. Big Sean's in that class. Kind of like that year LeBron came in. Like you say, you, you liken him to Anthony. Uh, we're not talking about like the Kobe era, the Jordan era, but in like the LeBron era, there's LeBron, uh, D-Wade's in there. They all came in like in that same draft mm-hmm. class. So in the draft class with Drake, Kendrick, Cole, and those guys, because Vic Mance is dope. The reason he reminds me of Carmelo is because, yeah, he's not winning championships, but every once in a while Carmelo dropped 50, and you're like, yeah, hey, Carmelo's yeah. nice. That's man. the whole Carmelo's point. Carmelo's nice, and that's what, that's what Vic Sean is. And I think that's the best way I can put it. I would love he's not winning a Grammy, but I that's a good fire. Right? When we break these artists down, I don't know if Sean will be in top five. He might make the six or seven. Sean's in mine. He's five in mine. Okay, that's fine. But when we break them down... Of I that class. I don't know if, if he'll quite swing it. I would like him to because he's everything 
It's everything he's he's said to be. Like I understand why he's so. What else? Could, what else could he do? What else? What is he missing? All right. So my thing. <laughs> he does everything Drake does. He does everything Kendrick but does. Has, so for me, maybe I, for me, the, the difference between that could him, be one. So the difference between him and Kendrick, or him and Chance, or even him and Logic, is that he isn't doing something drastically different in music. Mm-hmm. Like he's spitting bars, but it ain't. Yeah, he's moving spitting, the needle. He is spitting like. The, like right inside the box of hip hop, like bam, hitting hip hop. But he's not bringing like mm-hmm. like Kendrick brought jazz in, mm-hmm. Chance brought soul in, mm-hmm. Logic brought like the like the willing to get really deep about the uh, emotions, suicide, yeah. anxiety, awareness, really, like open up that kind of okay. thing. Okay, you just named three. Yeah, can you place Cole in there? Cole's absolutely in there. Cole's in there. The difference between Cole. I'm showing you right now why Chance is. Cole, I'm sorry. Cole, I'm showing you right now why Big Sean is out. Cole is the best storyteller we might have making like this uh, this year about telling a story and like developing. All right, I said personally I was gonna leave Drake out, but we'd still and then put Drake have in. to leave Drake yeah. in. And then I said so, I was gonna leave him out because mm-hmm. and the just, Drake, just to be fair, yeah. Drake's in there because singing. Like so the, yeah. The, the, the so we just named five. Yeah. Do you now understand why I try to leave Drake out to slide Sean in? Yeah. So. If if we do add Drake in, what what our argument right now? That's it pushes Sean out. Puts Sean at maybe six if we stop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He may even keep going down. For now, this year, now uh, let's take Drake back a out. People in ASAP mob that have an argument for you, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say that now if I take Drake back out and we're still at four and slide Sean in, we can now talk about people from the ASAP mob. We can bring in Fergie. Um, yeah, ASAP Fergie, not Fergie. ASAP Fergie album. I mean, I don't know. I would understand the argument if he caught that fifth spot and then slid Sean back out. If we're just talking this year, yeah. yeah that's what I'm just saying, dog. That, that's why it's so hard for Sean to get it. I'm not... I, so, it's not to attack any big Sean Tyler the Creator, Tyler the Creator's album. Do you understand? Got nominated it's, for Grammy. We, that's what I'm saying. That's why Sean, for, for me, and why I think overall, why Sean doesn't get the respect he deserves. But not that he doesn't deserve. It's just the fact that it, you can't keep coming in like, hey, guys, remember me? Like, oh, hell, you remember this first is a great argument. Mm-hmm. They're fun, it's fundamental. It's, it, it'll win you games. It it'll fucking works, but it ain't flashy. It works, but... He ain't drank a lot of threes. You put, know what I mean? He just put, like, put some shine on it. Yeah, like, he, what's up, he, man? He, he, not but he, he does try because he, he he may not be able to sing that well, but he, he did the uh, 2188 collab with Janae, his girl. Uh, that was unique and a little yeah, out of the box. His biggest claim to fame was that he smashed Janae Aiko. That's, a, that's not fair. That's not fair. That, that pushes him up. Because <laughs> Kendrick ain't smashing nobody. Kendrick ain't smashing nobody. We know. I think that's what. I just think that's why. Um, who, who the top five smashers of this of this era? I don't know people. <laughs> I mean, like their girlfriend. I mean, like their girlfriend. I met their girlfriend. Drake be telling all his own business, yeah. boy. That's... Oh, you might have to slide Sean Kingston in there for the win period because he smashed Serena Williams and aired that shit out. Ooh. Name better. Ooh, well, Drake might have smashed Serena, but if well, he did, he didn't say shit. Well, Common could be featured yeah, on that track. Let's be honest. If, if they smashed, <laughs> no, Serena smashed Drake. Drake didn't smash Serena. Oh, yeah. But, but, Serena smashed. But, too, I salute Kingston more for smashing Serena than I, than I salute Common. Why? Well, I, I'm fucking around. I know why, nigga. Okay, <laughs> what, you got something against chubby niggas? Nah, just look at the dynamics. And it's Sean Kingston. When's the last time you even heard of him doing anything? Common is forever stamped as a legend. Common is common. Sean Kingston is one of the biggest misses I've seen in a long time. Steve put me on him. Yes, and, though. Sean Kingston is a Drake. Dude, yeah. A, he he can sing better and can rap up to par and just never did that. 
and then just fell off. What else could be on? You buy here, you, you, you. Well, he didn't. He never released a track where he was rapping like that. I also felt like one of those guys that once he got a certain amount of bread was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, like, well, I like, like, he, like he'd gotten to level kind of like. And then he crashed okay. that jet ski. Okay. That was way before that. He's showing back <laughs> I was just fucking around. Dude. Um, but but overall, um, this the Sean, the big Sean, the Metro booming. I thought they, I think they did something amazing. If I had to rate this for me, I think uh, Sean knocked out of the park. I give it a, I give it a nine. Yeah, I give it a, I give it a one. I'm gonna reserve my vote until I finish listening. I'm on three songs in. So. All right, cool. Well, I'm not but so far, what I've heard, I, I liked it a so, lot. The, 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 the next thing I wanted to bring up, this is not an album or music that launched, but I saw a tweet which might be fake, but it said that the Migos are looking for someone that looks like Joe Budden to use him in a music video. Why would that be that, fake? That, That'd be uh, funny. That, that, that wouldn't be hard to find. That's funny, though. That wouldn't be hard to find. Just, 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 just holler at Kenya Martin. I hope they do it, because I would love for Joe to... to just holler at Kenya Martin. ...to dust off his, um, off his mic and, and bust his ass. Why would they get it? Do you think that would be enough for them to do it, or for him to do it? Because I feel like with Chance, he admires Chance, so he probably wouldn't go super hard on him. I feel like Migos, he has such a contempt for them, where he'd be like, you know what? I've been waiting. You know what? I'm gonna give you I tell you what. I, I, I don't think Joe uh, blew Chance's ass out, Paul, because... Chance didn't keep going. He didn't give him a song. Yeah. Um, and also, you would have to ask a question. <laughs> is it... All right. Oh, for, all right. We're going to get right back to this. Let me say this right quick. All right. We all know Jordan Lucas, what he did over um, Lil Pump's song, Gucci Gang, right? Yeah. And y'all, we all know he pretty much killed... He attacked Lil Pump mm-hmm. and, and bodied him, right? Mm-hmm. Now... I personally don't leave him alone. As a per, as as a lyricist, I don't think that was fair. I I love what, what what Lucas did, but I don't think that's fair for a guy like you with the lyrical ability and talent to attack a guy who has nothing. It, it felt like bullying. It was bullying. It was it unsolicited. Was a, it was a great song, but now what do you do when the person who is clearly more lyrically talented is being attacked, attacked by someone who isn't? I think Joe ha- should defend himself, so he's going to lyrically destroy. Oh, he's going to spank these boys. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so, about to be bad. So that's what I'm hoping for. So I say Joe has um, the green light to destroy them. I, as a as a fan of Migos and love all two out of three of them, and currently, and we, we, we'll get to that. Um, well, everyone only knows two or three. We don't know the other guys' names. That's uh, take off. That's <laughs> okay. I, I that doesn't even sound like a real name. Like <laughs> one of them is Offset. That seems so much more realistic that, than take off. But see, that's the thing. It sounds like we're like, uh, what, what should we call you? Uh, offset, uh, take off. <laughs> take off might be a, a secret code because on their current album of the uh, QC, which is Quality Control, Takeoff has one of the best songs on there and it's actually called Interview. How do you think mm. he that name? You think that like he just much faster off the line, like whenever stuff's popping, he, he runs faster than everyone else? So like you, can, from- you can be hyped because it's so dope that like what you're saying, like for for quick for um not quick, for take off the have a song called interview. interview. It's a little and entendre there. It's the it's the interview they had with Joe Button. He was actually addressing. Oh, maybe he, that's the music video they're talking about. But I just saw it there. He was at. speaking about why he doesn't talk much, but he was like he was like um. I gotta hear this. Yeah, shit. she was fired. He's like they say the nigga that got the Lord's bucks usually don't really talk much. Then he went in. He even mm-hmm. thought she was just up. I'm like, damn, take off is really taking off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're postulating that his name is less of a racing. Moniker also, and more of a. He was in prison while the other two was kicking ass. That's another reason he wasn't on a lot of shit. Though, like he went to prison. For but are you shit. saying that you believe it's because he's the secret weapon? He's the spitter in the crew. Not really, because I kind of went down the line as, as far as my favorite. My favorite was uh, Quavo, 
And then um, Offset jumped the fuck well, up. Any, anybody anybody who likes Migos only likes them because they make dope music, much like what you were just saying about... You ever uh, seen in an interview, you will like... For me, you'll like Offset more than you like Quavo. Quavo comes off as the cockiest person in the world in an interview. Think like so? I was, dude, I was watching Quavo talk on a Vice interview, and I was like, man, this dude is just... He like one of those guys that loves his I'm surprised loves his smell. I'm like, surprised you watched an interview with them because every time they've interviewed somewhere it's been like 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 they don't want to play along, like Marshawn Lynch almost. Yeah, it is it was kinda like it was it was a really rough interview to watch, but he's just like, Yeah, he's like, you know, we really put everyone in the culture on it's like eighty percent of rap sounds like us right now. But and he's just like see, he's like if it wasn't for us you wouldn't have hip hop today like it is and I'm just like Honestly, I agree with him. And then, but, but to me, I'm like, and you wouldn't have that unless Donald Glover, aka the the guy who's on the wall, aka the French <laughs> ambassador, French, French general, yeah, French general <laughs> unless he put you on. Yes and yes and no. You got to say yes and no. Bino agrees. The reason is yes and no because if they that damn hot that that the the commander and the chief, everything you said, you know, you said they put them on. If he put, if I mean, not well, put more, if he acknowledged them, I, they I, that fucking hot. I said this in a, 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 a mini. I said this a mini podcast ago. When that happened, we talked about it, and I told you I think it was sarcasm. I think Childish Gambino is a smart motherfucker who may like the music, but I think it was also a little slick jab at that style of music. I still stand by that. I mean, I hear you, but I don't know. Is, is, is it funny to say like? Oh man, like 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 you like you like we were just joking about Sean Kingston, like like we're gonna big him up for being the one who smashed Serena. Really do big him up though for smashing. It's Serena a little it's a little sassiness in there. You know you being that? funny. It's just being funny. Maybe this is what you're doing in non Glover, because I promise you, it is not me being funny. I truly salute Kingston. You literally said it as a joke. <laughs> because it's funnier. No, it's not funny. I truly. So it's not funnier to you that, that Sean Kingston was able to smash Serena Williams. No, that's why I salute him because he's able. He actually did. Because he's able. Because he's able, like his do you, ass got off the do, you, do you hear? Do you hear what I'm saying? Am I making that shit up? Because he's able, nigga. That's funny. Comedy, it's sassiness, it's a little un- uh, understated innuendo. Why can't? But why can't Donald Glover truly like them though? I didn't say that he didn't. I think he liked the song. You say you think that he, he's been funny. What if he's truly I, a fan? You just like you truly bigging up big uh, Sean Kingston. You could also still be a little sassy while you're doing it. But see the difference between we can't talk to, to Donald Glover and really ask him this shit. Of course. You can t- talk to me and you're asking me. I'm telling yeah. you I'm not joking. I'm being serious. Okay. So no matter if, if, no matter what I say, if you're going to take it as like all oh, you bullshit, no matter what I say, then what? Then I'm not what saying you're bullshitting. I'm saying that no while you're being for real, yes, you still it's a little jest in there. I'm now with you saying that it's me telling you I had none in it when I said it. Okay. I saluted him more. <laughs> Okay. It's, 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 it's hard for me to tell you what you ain't doing when you're still doing it. <laughs> so there's no winning. Did, did you hear, JM, did, did, did not a second ago, did he not just go, because he's able? Is that not jest? Yeah. That stated jest. Amen. And if you're acting like that's not what it is, I can't tell you. It, it's just like you saying something's your opinion. I go, well. I said able because he's not really in that spotlight, which, which common has always more so been relevant. Sean Kingston's been done off since Beautiful Girls. That's what I meant by A. Why had nothing to do with the way he looked or his weight. You took it as that. Okay. I was only talking about their star. Okay. I'm just telling you the truth. I got it. I, 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 you now got do it. Do I sound more believable? Yeah, you, I believe you 100. percent I still you. believe that. I never lied a day in my life. I still believe that. Oh shit! Give it to yourself. I never lied. Give it to yourself. Well, all that aside. Yeah, Bino did shout them out, and he boosted their shit. I think your point was it started this whole tangent was 
he put them on? Is that who who no, said no, no. that? I'm not. A, I, I, I think oh, it was JM. Yeah, I don't, I don't think JM might have said put them on, but I don't think he really meant put them on. Cause they yeah, because they was doing know. work. Before. That's just like saying yeah, yeah. that's just like saying Kanye put on Taylor Swift as she was winning something. No, yeah. she was. She was up there for an award. You yeah. just introduced her to a whole other crowd, just like Gambino introduced mm. Migos to a whole other crowd. That's all he did. Migos been the Migos. Migos about to get their ass lyrically spanked though, oh, and they're gonna want they're gonna want to fight. They're gonna want to fight. Because I I really thought I was like that right there. That's what'll get him. That's what'll they, get him to to do something. These guys are going to want to fight because they can't touch him lyrically. They they be they might be able to be funny. They they might be able to be cute about this whole thing, and they, they might be able to try to twenty two letters in their alphabet. So I don't <laughs> believe they'll be able to. They, that's what I'm saying. They they, they, they might be able to pander to their crowd who who's not gonna fuck with Joe no matter what. But anybody who really likes rap is gonna sit here and go. This nigga just challenged a boxer to a fight and he can't fight. Yeah, it would need to be like like the the Drake and Meek Mill thing, where but opposite because you expected Meek to dust off Drake and Drake mm-hmm. just hit him and then hit him again and then by the time of the book, like there was nothing Meek could do. Like he had yeah. won, he had won. Yeah, absolutely. So early on. So, 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 as everyone knows, it's clearly, if you've ever heard this podcast, Joe Button is clearly my favorite rapper to, to ever do it. And I put Joe in the, in, in, in the top glorified rappers. I put Joe up there with Hove, with Big, with people can say Pac. I say people because I don't ever put yeah, Pac. Pac because for yeah. me, he's dead. Neither him nor there. Joe is clearly that dude for me. And every time someone's like, every time someone's like, they mention, oh, the pump it up rapper, some stupid shit. Conversation but, over. <laughs> but, Man, I've said that like yeah, times. But listen, but but <laughs> but didn't get bashed for for that shit. But if you think about it, all the current rappers, who's more current than Button? When how's he the most relevant? Irrelevant, irrelevant person. Yeah. Tell me how. When 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 you got Meek Mill, who's super relevant, goes at him. Drake goes at him. Nicki Minaj goes at him. Um um. Hope goes at him, motherfucking now the Migos mm-hmm. go, going at him. They even mentioned his song. You know, he said, "You uh, if a nigga hating, you call him Joe Budden." Now is that and what Joe owned? He's such a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. He, he now he actually flipped the shit on his own show to say to call the Migos Joe Budden because mm-hmm. he felt they were hating on him. Yeah. So he's going <laughs> yeah. to accept the, the the let's flip the the um the, the narrative the hating narrative. Or, no longer call it hating. Now you call it Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. He and then he's calling it. them Joe Budden. No, this shit is fucking. I can't wait to hear Joe that song. Is fucking, Joe to me is a lyrical genius. I think I think he is more. I think Joe may be a genius. Like just he just knows how to move um 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 mili- military style. Like he he's calculated. He yeah. knows how to move. And so, he didn't even start the shit. For shits and giggles, there's no way we could possibly know this. But who y'all like in a fight? Lyrically? Like, no fight. Oh, fist fight. Yeah. Which one? All three. The Are main one. The the the. No, no. Quavo. I don't think it's like a video game. It's, it's like <laughs> like a like, Def Jam Vendetta. Listen, you know that was how, hard though. You know, don't like, speak You know Pokemon. <laughs> you know, Pokemon when you when you go to capture uh eight, eight yeah. eggs or three eggs, shits, whatever. Eight eight got what are they fucking names? Yeah, eat, eat, yeah, we know who we're talking Wait, about. The, the eggs and the, the egg Pokemon. Yeah, and then when they um uh, when they when they um uh, transform, what's the word you call it again? When you bring the candy and they transform. Yeah, what is that called? I forgot. We're showing our age here. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot. Anyway, when they, tra- they made the palm trees with three heads, I think Joe would have to fight all three of them in a fight match. Oh, they're they like a three-headed monster. They are, they they are, they are, they are vo- nah, the guy, the guy that he really had to fight is the one who's in the interview Voltron. stepped up behind all of them. Like, remember they all stood up, and then one of their boys stepped up. The one had the the, yeah, no, the nose yeah, like the, uh, the no, murder move. The, the one that has to prove his point, like why he's with them. That guy who yeah. will forever. Oh no, here. that 
that guy who's there for that reason. But anyway, Joe has to fight all three of them because they form like Voltron. There's no way. They're three headed monster. Yeah. So so if Joe fought, then Joe go take that L. Um. And you know what's funny? I just thought about it. When they was fighting, the, the, they got it was a rumor that the Migos was fighting their bouncer. I bet it was that guy. There was no rumor. There was a fucking video. I was it that same guy? No. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Are you, oh, this, that guy seems like the fighting guy. He's the big guy they bring around. That guy wasn't big. He was a super skinny guy. He looked like Amigo. Oh, no, we talking about two different dudes then. Not the one that got in the camera, like got not the one in the white and blue shirt. There was one in the back that was big. Oh, he that's Diesel. Who you see. He's actually the manager of them. Okay. Like he's like he's like that dude in the streets. Like, that's the dude Joe ran into at the mall. Yeah, he's the one that's not allegedly not to be fucked with at all. He's Yachty's manager. He's, he's like don't fuck with him allegedly. Hmm. That's I that. Gonna, I ain't got nothing to say. But but um anyway um that warning. I trust Steve. But anyway, the Migos they did fight a bouncer, and if you watch that's, that shit, that's that funny shit as shit. Right? So two. The bouncer was handling his own. So the Migos' strength was like 78. Their agility definitely was a 94. If you just watch it, <laughs> they spit up quick, but it wasn't enough strength. Yeah, legit. Their, accuracy, their accuracy definitely is a 63. Just give it Pokemon stats. Their accuracy is 63. Evolve. Yeah, evolve. They yeah. Thank you. That's so so that's the Migos' stats. Agility, 94. Accuracy, <laughs> accuracy 63. Um, Strength, what'd I say? Um, some shit, whatever. Anyway, whatever that shit was, I forgot. I do a lot of drugs, so I forget. I don't know Joe Budden shit. I just know he's been punched on quite a few times. Granted, he's been punched on in front of people. If you thought you can't approach me with seventy eight people and you swing on me, and, and, and me. Yeah. I'm not gonna get jumped by seventy eight people. I'll chill. That's what I'll talk my, I, I'll talk my way out. Shout I'll, out, I'll shout chill. out to Mickey Facts when I help it. So cool. So anyway, <laughs> so but word on the streets, Joe got them hands. Uh, yeah, of course. I've heard. I've heard. I never seen. I've heard. And I believe Joe. I I don't doubt it. It's fun. You don't want to test the theory. I mean, <laughs> if Steve ever got in a fight with Joe, he would cry. I, I'm, I wouldn't would, fight Joe. Steve would cry. I would just have to ask Joe why he's doing what he's doing to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you Joe are acting so different. Game of Thrones moment. And, like I don't want to kill you. And, and, I, and, I, and I was and I was so uh, sued Joe Biden, but uh, we get set out of court and we get a day to hang out. <laughs> that, that's the settlement. That's it. A day to hang out in a verse. That's in a it. verse, that's a good in one. A um, that that Def Jam Vendetta reference I just made made me realize what, how dope would it be if they brought it back, but not just with Def Jam. If it was like the rap game now, yeah, that'd be just cool. for shit like this, like that'd that was a cool. tough ass game. Yali was riding on a little boat, <laughs> like it was like 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 a, singing, yeah, like some shit like that. That shit would be cool. Yeah, that shit was tight, man. I wanna. The Migos would really form like Voltron to do a finishing move. What would be niggas' finishing moves these days? Um, I don't know, man. I, it would have to be like a playoff. They name like maybe take off, jumps off or something. Offset, set them up. Offset them up. Take off. Know, that, that should be crazy. And Quavo, what, what I don't know how that would even work. Drake would like singing your heart fall out your chest or some shit. You would, yeah, you would, yeah, you would cry until you drown in a pool of your yeah, tears yeah, or some, some shit. shit like that. So, that should be dope. Big Sean would what just. Be Boy, irrelevant. Boy, oh. I mean, I'm, like, I'm not trying to identify. Think of a be irrelevant. I don't know. Like, you just disappear. You just like look around. Let me give me Just stand there bored to death. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So anyway, slick, so, slick this on Sean. So we're hoping that fucking um Joe and me goes go at it, right? I mean, just lyrically, lyrically. I don't want, I don't want nothing physical, but I, I would love to hear Joe just yeah, tap these, tap physical. these niggas up. Fucking, 
when niggas resort to fighting, it's because you know you're, you lost. And that's why I said, I think they're they're going to have to because they can't compete yeah. here. So, so far, Migos is tagged down. By the way, QC Control, or Quality Control, Migos' latest album that they just dropped the other day. I, or hopefully, y'all check it out and give me y'all opinion on it. Yeah, I um, definitely will be checking it out. It's Turner Music. It's great gym music. That's all you're going to get. Um, It's more so like compilation album. Oh, big salute to um, the City Girls was on there. It's like, that's a whole lot of Tampa shit. City Girls? City Girls? Like from the Tom G song? Um, you got to listen. They they got they, they referenced Kaya. They they took some Kaya tracks. They took some... um. Um, damn, what was that shit? The fucking, um, ah, I got a dog. It's driving me crazy because it's Tampa shit. Anyway, um, you got to check it out. I, I believe they're based out of Miami, but they took a lot of Florida shit, and obviously that touched down with a lot of Tampa type shit. So when I, that song came on, honestly, one of the weakest songs on the album, but when I heard it, I was like, damn, that's some Tampa shit. So that shit was cool. Y'all check that shit out. We can move on. Um, any, any more music? I think we, we, we got some music to go back and listen to, and with the end of the year coming there's more music coming so we have to stay up on that and get on our review shit mm-hmm. um end of, like an end of year recap i would love to do that too but there's going to still be more stuff coming out so we're gonna have to like keep up mm-hmm. we could y'all would y'all be down to do like a offset um yeah an episode like off to the side um bonus track we're gonna call those pins <laughs> off to the side an episode yeah, by itself uh just strictly doing music review for the year I'm would y'all be done with that Maybe, maybe we can I, film I it or something. Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then I accepted it. Jam, what's Trump doing today? Uh, start Agent right, Orange. So the, the yeah the political bars of this week. Is that nevermore? I think nevermore obvious has it been that America? What happens in America affects the rest of the world? Then that. Trump decided to move our American embassy from from Tel Aviv, which is the capital of Jerusalem, or capital of Israel, to Jerusalem, stating that in America's view, Israel or Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. This is a very big deal because they are trying to form a, a tri-state solution or bi-state solution or whatever with Palestine and Israel and the Christians that live there, so that all three religious bodies can live in that place equally, amicably. Without conflict. And I where Jesus from? Yeah. yeah. So moving moving the capital there and doing that oh, really best is a really big deal and it's counter to what American policy has been for the last forty years. Mm-hmm. So it's caused a lot of uprisings, caused a lot of riots. Riot, and, so. and the crazy thing to me is that every single person saw saw this coming. Like, don't do this. This isn't okay. It was unnecessary. Don't, it's unnecessary. <laughs> it literally just felt like a cat knocking something off the counter. Like, you just did it to do it, and you don't think there's going to be too many ramifications. But and you just stirred up the pot. It's causing people their lives. And this just seems like something a rich person would do. Mm-hmm. It don't affect me. It's not my problem. Someone asked me to do it. I'm going to do so it. So I did it. And did he go to Jerusalem himself? Yeah, he did go there. He did go there. That was when... There was a lot of, like, he was touching the wall, and there's a lot of people, like, making fun of him, and Dee Samira did the thing, because he was, like, touching the wall, and he <laughs> closed his eyes, and like, oh, my friends are dead. <laughs> it was, like, a holocaust. <laughs> ain't, ain't, nobody, oh, shit. ain't nobody stoned him? Nah, dude. So, the thing that, the thing, the reason he did it was because it was a favor to the president of Israel, mm-hmm. is what it's perceived as. Because um, Israel wanted that to happen. 
no matter what how Palestine felt about it. And Who probably by the way you you with the Palestine signs or you with the um others? What's that other one? Dude, I I I'm, I'm for them being able to coexist. There. But they can't. So he's gonna ride with you. If you go there, what color? Red or blue? Red or blue? To red or blue. If I was there, I'd probably ride with Israel. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I would ride. I would ride with them in spite of Palestine. So like, so while while I understand, so you throwing stones at Palestine? Both the Palestinians. All right. So if we got into a religious debate about it, I understand why Israel wants it. It's not really theirs anymore. Mm-hmm. So and also, it's not really that big of a deal anymore mm-hmm. because, like, the reason it used to be a good big deal was God lived inside the temple. The, the Holy Spirit was not guided them, but the Holy Spirit was inside the temple, like I think. With the big rock that covered the door. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was that, that was the tomb. Yeah. How, was like, how do you move that shit anyway? He's Jesus. Yeah. Same way he made the earth. Wait, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure it was still there. He didn't move it. Wait, just, he just wasn't in there. Walk through. No, it was roll. It was roll. It was open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but really more importantly, now that like once once Jesus came. The Holy Spirit now resides in us, you know, or you know, walks earth. So it's it's not as big to me as much as it is to them. I understand, but my thing is, I understand the religious significance to all of them. Like Israel took that back in the '60s; they're now trying to split it. The thing is, it seems like you just did it for no reason. And for a president who does a lot of shit for no reason, mm-hmm. this one really it sucks because. It's something that was almost a powder keg, and he decided to, to light it on fire. Mm-hmm. And powder it doesn't keg. affect us. It, it doesn't affect us right now, but it'll affect us in years to come. And it's just another conflict in another country that we don't need. It's stoking the fire of North Korea. It's this crap here. It is poking, uh, poking at Mexico. It is doing all these things with all these different countries. It's supporting... People over in uh, Southeast Asia su- uh, su- supporting dictators who are going through like crazy drug wars that are killing hundreds of people, hundreds of their citizens, and uh, like stalking people down. And it's just this president is someone who is uninformed and willing to do whatever he feels like he wants to do, no matter who it affects. And it's just I don't know. You, you can see my level of apathy as the years go on. I'm just yeah. I'm <laughs> losing my fight. I'm losing my fight because it's just seems pointless. And we're still only in the first quarter of this shit. Yeah, we're, only, we're only in the first <laughs> year. We're only in the first, first year. fucking quarter. What's the score looking like in the first quarter? Well, hey, they just this tax bill is their first win. So to me, the like Democrats and people have done a really good job of fighting um, the the health care bill they try to do, the uh, Muslim ban they try to do. The checks and balances the, are working. The checks, the, the checks and balances, and people are really writing their congressmen are really like fighting for things, and it's it's impressive. The tax bill they're going to get through because 75% of the people in this country hate that tax bill and they got it through. So they were going to get it through whether people supported it or not. You could have wrote a letter you could do it. They owed it's their because donors. they had the numbers. They owed their donors mm-hmm. a, a tax bill and they gave it to them. All right, yeah. so that's about uh, four four minutes and 26 seconds in, left on the clock in the first quarter. We down by what, like 12? No, I think we're up. Yeah, we're we, up. we we up, but they got the momentum. I think we're up. I think the crowd is with them. So they just dumped. The crowd is with them. The crowd is with them. The thing is that we also have to realize is certain things the Democrats are okay with their winning. Like winning this whole uh, tax bill thing is going to be like Democrats don't want it to happen, but they're they're like, are oh, you yeah, win that? Because after a year of dealing with it, it's going to help them win some elections in twenty eighteen. And then once they take the Senate back, or they and they eventually take Congress back, then he's just lame up. Then he's just this dude spouting off shit that can't really do a whole lot of stuff. 
the worst thing would be is if in 2018 the Senate doesn't swing back to the Democrats and then they continue continue with the shit. Yeah, I see. All right, that makes sense to me. They, for having both the Senate, the Congress, and the President, they, they've done very little. Mm-hmm. They should have done a lot more. But the fact that they can't means that they're just absolutely. How, how come that man couldn't uh, impeach Trump? Like he lost Trump. He lost a whole. Like, that was the funniest thing of the week. To me. What the fuck? He was like he lost like by like 300 to like what 15, 50 something or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Like why? How? It, well, one, because he didn't have, like, have grounds to do it. Like, it wasn't a very good reason. Like, you're going to get him impeached. I don't think the Russia thing is the way we're going to get him impeached. You I need an actual... Gonna, I think we're going to get... We're going to have to get him for actual, you know, like, conjo- kind of detrimental to mm-hmm. the country. <laughs> like, to use an NFL term. Like, you're going to have to get him for some real shit. I don't think we're going to be able to get him with the Russia thing. Um, I actually don't think we're going to be able to impeach him. I think he might just quit. Like, I really think at a certain point, he might just go, I'm done with this. That'd be great. I would, how cool would that shit be? Because I don't think he wanted to win. I throw a fucking wanted, party. I thought he was running for president to make him more money and expected to lose. And they expected to complain about it and use it to make more money. And then he won. And it's the ultimate, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I didn't want to be class president. Now I got to actually do this stuff. You got work to do, boy. Hey, I was just doing some thinking. Uh, just to backtrack a little bit, um, Jim and Mike, I want you both uh, opinions. Um, so you think... Jesus really rolled that big ass rock. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think, you don't think he rolled it. Just hear the tone of your voice, dog. He's mischievous as fuck right now. Mike, did, did Jesus roll that big ass rock? The, the, yeah. Oh, you, Mike. Mike thinks it, he rolled it himself. Yeah, I don't think he did it himself. Right? The power. It was the, the yeah, the, the power. power. The power. The power what? His father. He's the, he's a part of the Holy Trinity. So he walked up to the to the big dark rock. Hey, I'm not gonna allow you to fuck with. You're not finna. I, move. I, don't, I would hate to put Jesus in the sound club. <laughs> <laughs> You're not finna mess with me about the difference between the Holy Trinity and the man Jesus. No, Jesus I'm not need, getting into this Jesus with you. Need to be moved in the neighborhood that you reside I'm in. not getting in this with I mean, you. You'll be closer to him. No, Jesus is not. <laughs> you'll, Jesus you'll, 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 you'll is never lie. You can't be any closer to Jesus. Hold on. I can. You can put him in there. I won't. <laughs> Listen, we all a team. We all a team. Whatever happens here, no, we all No, this is your segment. That's your segment. I'm not even going to edit it. I'm a- <laughs> like they do Joe Button. Like they do- Any of the thoughts, ideas, and sounds coming from this segment of the show, Shift Division Media, does not yep. support they are not representing any show, the Shift Division Media. I'm actually going to use that. Thank you. I'm going to audio clip that to put it right before Steve start with this shit. Nah, buddy. Nah, he's not going in there this week. Before, <laughs> before we get out of here, I wanted to ask y'all. So, uh, it's Sunday. We record on Sundays. Football's on. Um, oh, yeah, oh, by the way, we, we made Mike cut off the TV this week. So, so, so you so, see how into, into the show he is this week. We recorded yeah. after the... <laughs> That's right. We made Mike not watch football. The Bucks took that L anyway uh, on the fourth quarter kick. Uh, we're taking a lot of L's. Um, wanted to ask y'all. Steelers. Uh, let's talk about the Steelers players. Ryan Shazier made a tackle. Uh, head first, hurt his back. Can we get an update on that? I forgot what y'all said. Um, From what how, I how's the injury? The Steelers' update was that he had feeling in all the extremities, and um, they had done the surgery on his spine to just a structural surgery. The thing is, is that while he might, while they feel like he'll be able to walk and he'll be able to move around, the ability to play football is, I think, they said the doctor said. That the, it it is going to be a long shot for him to be one of the one percent of the one percent of the one percent that play professional football again. Damn, that's crazy. Because now, if you think about it, like that's how small a percentage of people that are actually in the NFL play in the NFL. Yeah, and for you to have a concussion in your spinal cord mm-hmm. is just 
Very sad news. Very sad news. And he was good. Yeah. And he was good. Um, In the same week that he sustained that injury, his teammate, defensive teammate too, uh, Mike Mitchell, cornerback, he went off on this whole rant about how football is soft. I signed up to play football. We can't touch nobody no more. We can't tackle nobody. His issue is about the defenseless receiver bullshit. Mm -hmm. But in the same week that his teammate went down for a a neck injury or back injury, uh, what do y'all think about that? Do y'all agree, disagree? CTE is clearly something. Steve, don't start with the Jeezy shit. CTE is something that is a big deal. These injuries, these players that don't have guaranteed contracts, no health care coverage after the NFL. And here we got his teammate, his boy, ranting about how soft football is. What do y'all think? I mean, I think both things can be true. Hmm? I think Interesting. I, I didn't expect I, you to go I, that I way. I think the NFL does have an issue with um, player safety, and they need to do everything they can to be – um, to, they need to put the players in the best positions that they can be in to be safe. That means with the best equipment, the best um, precautions, the best medical staff on the sidelines. They need to have that. But at the end of the day, and they need to be informed. The problem with the whole concussion era was it wasn't it, that it, it, it wasn't they that they it. had concussions. Yeah. It was that they hid the science behind it. And now they, the good thing the players wanted was to be informed. Mm-hmm. They want to know how bad things could get. They want to know what are the risks of playing the sport. Now that they know that, they it's are on absolutely them. okay. Now, now the league just needs to embrace it. Yes, we are a violent sport. If okay. you are going to play in the NFL, you need to accept that you are a gladiator in the arena, and there are risks associated to doing it. And for taking those risks, you are going to be rewarded handsomely if you make it into the NFL. That is that is your so that's the that's the, page that one of the contract. Yeah. Page one of the so contract. I think the NFL needs to double down on it and say, listen, it is a it, we're going to do everything we can to keep you safe and put rules in place. Mm-hmm. But this is a violent game, and we can't change that. And if you want to step inside the step inside the you know on the field on the sidelines, the coliseum, you, know, you won't get hit, and it needs to be okay. You don't need to complain about it. Okay, fair. But we see some of these hits and how nasty it looks when somebody's just knocked the fuck out and tries to walk off or whatever. As a fan, do you want to see that kind of shit? No, I think that shit sucks. But at the end of the day, like, let's say he didn't get injured. Then he could, if that never happened, we won't be having this discussion. He'd still be making his millions. He'd still be splurging. Everything would be good. It comes with the territory, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, just because I understand that's a big. That's that, that that that's detrimental to your job. Hell, I work at a desk. It is rare. What, it is rare. It is yeah. rare. Yeah. Hell, what if Concussions I, are every day. What, yeah. Jim, you work with computers, mouse all day. What if we? What if you are get carpet tunnel? And now we can't work. <laughs> what if we get what? Carpet Car- tunnel. Carpet tunnel. Carpel tunnel carpet. Bro. Oh, I thought I was going to carpet. Carpet tunnel. What is it, Jim? It's, it's carpal oh, carpet. tunnel. Yeah. No, but well, we don't go to carpet. <laughs> carpet. <laughs> all right, what if we get carpet tunnel? No. <laughs> Carpet tunnel. But real shit. When you get carpet tunnel, just go keep saying it. What happens then? Because everyone got jobs, injuries that could happen. How come? It's part of territory, bro. Oh, like, well, I actually, saw, actually, you know what they do? They give you a little pad. They give you a little mice. Yeah, there's ergonomic mics and shit. They're putting you in the position so that you can reduce the chances of you getting it. Better you equipment. You get what I'm saying? It's the same, same brand. That's all I'm saying. Those <laughs> theirs may be a whole lot worse. It just comes with the territory of your job. Mike, whatever it is you do, there's shit that comes with the territory of your job. Why you said it like you don't know what I do? I don't know if you want to say what you <laughs> try do. Try to hit me. Try to hit me with the... You can't work anymore. Then them work. Niggas try to treat me like Tommy. Well, Mike... Like Chandler from Friends. 
when Mike gets stitches, he understands that in his job title it says you will get stitches, stitches. because you're a snitch. And stitches oh. is a snitch. That's just a long way to get there for the joke. I gotta, I gotta keep good. prepared for that needle. Right, so, so that's just how. That was like, a long way to go for that joke. That was good. Like, so, Jim, like you said, the percentage, just percentage is low, but it can happen. Just like in any field, you can. You can imagine they have theirs, they have their their downs, mm. their pros and cons, and it may not be as bad as um as um being crippled. Ryan Shazier's injury, yeah. But there's still shit that can injure you and stop you from continuing your regular living life if yeah. you wasn't doing that. And the okay. main reason, the main reason this is this hit and hits like it, like the Willis McGahee hit, the Gordon Hayward ankle injury. Mm-hmm. The reason that they are so grotesque and why people they say ratings are going down because of these injuries. Because ESPN replays it over and over, over and over and over. Even in the football game, they kept playing it over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, that's over. We're moving on with the game. You don't need to replay this all the time. It's almost like... Ratings down just because that thought I wonder why. It's a multitude. It's a combination of many things. It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of someone watching a YouTube video and then just continually watching it over and over and over and over again because like I know this is going to get clicks I'm just going to keep reposting this crazy ass YouTube video because people are going to keep clicking on it and it's doing a disservice to the NFL so we agree with um, I'm sorry I forgot the guy's name Um, Mike Mike Mitchell I like Mike Mike Mitchell Steve's cousin yeah, it's my cousin. Um, I think he owed me like $30. <laughs> he's an NFL player. Yeah, I know he got it. That's why I'm mad. He's he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he got fined for that too. Um, obviously, we wish the best for Ryan Shazier. I hope he, he gets back on his feet. His job is done in the NFL if he can't continue to play. Um, meanwhile, if you pay a certain amount of money, you'd almost ask him, like, why you, you know, don't have it saved you up. You came so close to touching the sun. Do you really want to do this again? That was going to be my question to y'all. Given the option, and I know y'all not NFL caliber because y'all both trash, but if you were, would you would you play? And we're not talking top tier like Tom Brady contract numbers. Like you're you're a good player. You start, you make good money, but you're not like. Oh yeah, I'll be the best kicker in the league. <laughs> no, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> if I was playing and I had the the ability to to make it on a rock, like if it was, if I'm one of those borderline guys where you're undrafted for special agent, teams, nah, I'm good to go. You you're not special playing. Team, no, if I but if I know I have a place, I get drafted, I make it onto a team. Like I I I'd do it. I do it for probably five to seven years enough to get that pension. So you know you're making that for the rest of your life. Steve, uh, I think I'm running. If I have if I had the ability, yeah. Okay, I mean, me too. I would. Are we gonna let our kids play? Um, I would rather not, but. I would rather. You know what this question is similar to is the military. Like, hey, do you that, want your kids to go to the military? That's a very good point. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's almost it, it feels like that kind of question. It's nowhere near the same risk because you know one gets shot, mm-hmm. you know one takes back shots. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's porn. No, no, I'm talking like. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> what? Different industry. <laughs> <laughs> Different shots. Um, no. Uh, it does sound like that question that you asked. And, dude, Marcus Wiley, a professional football player, said, my son's not going to play it because, for me, it was a way to get out of uh, poverty. an economic situation. Yeah. It was a way to get out of poverty. I did that. My son's out of poverty. Why is he going to do this yeah, again? I did that. So, hopefully, he don't have to go through that. Yeah. Quote. Yeah. He's like, he's going to play polo. Yeah. Yeah, soccer, man. Soccer's out here beasting. It's a world sport. Yeah. Baseball. But My son skates. Shout out to him. Anyway, that's all we really have for the week. Um... I'm, I'm going to try to get a clip of shit of uh, Mike Mitchell saying that so we can get the actual clip there. Yeah, I'm going to text him too. Then I want my fucking $30. <laughs> you got a cousin that owe you 30 for real, don't you? Yeah, 
It's him. It is him. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyway, anything else y'all want to address this week? Anything we, we got to talk about? Anything upcoming? You know, I want to touch on what Steve said. You know, Thugger might not be Jadakiss, mm-hmm. but he might kiss Jaden. <laughs> so yeah, Jam uh, like. with the bars. I like it. <laughs> John Michael bars. Um, anything, Steve? No, I don't think I got anything to say. Oh, Christmas coming right next yeah. week. No, yeah, a couple weeks. Two weeks. Y'all ready? What'd you get all the kids for uh, Christmas? All the kids. I got one, and he only he getting um. You tell me you ain't dressed enough for uh, Santa for one of these Christmas parties. Nah, you tell me you that, that would be everything. that would be fun, but nah. <laughs> That would be fun to do. I would do it. It's a black Spider Man. I ain't got to put the pads or the pillows there. Oh, um, I'm back on the court again. Um, I'm, I'm, fuck you. <laughs> I'm back on the court again. So y'all niggas watch out. Um, I'm cranking, the, I'm cranking the handle, I'm cranking the handles up. That's a challenge to both of you, fuck niggas. Um, if y'all want it, Thursdays we out here at, at Soho Park. <laughs> I'll let y'all finish. <laughs> Oh, y'all just going to do- dodge that basketball challenge? Basketball y'all, just, y'all just going to dodge that challenge? Uh, what is it, Thursdays? Thursdays. 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 Soho, Sweet Bay Park. Soho we still call it Sweet Bay even though it's next to the Winn-Dixie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this episode 17. I've had fun, gentlemen. See y'all next week. See you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>